Hello and welcome to the Unstoppable Woman podcast, where I reveal the power of your heart to create leadership impact and cultivate confidence for the life you want. I'm your host, Glyn Bailey, and as a corporate finance leader, executive coach, entrepreneur, and author, I know all too well the challenges that prevent female leaders from claiming their seat at the table. In this podcast, I talk all things to do with self-leadership, sharing stories, insights, and guidance on how to ultimately get out of your own way to live a life in alignment with who you are. When you begin to see the impact that you can have, no matter where you are starting on your journey, life becomes one huge adventure. I'm so excited that you are sharing your journey to Unstoppable with me. So let's dive right in. Hello and welcome to episode 44. This episode's on self-doubt and how to get past it. I thought I would talk about this particular topic because I am opening the doors to my eight-week Unstoppable Woman program on the 11th of October, my goodness, time's flying this year. And it's one of the key things that comes up for a lot of the women that have been through the program is how even as a strong, ambitious, very driven, very successful woman, the self-doubt and niggling voices inside your head can stop you from creating the life that you really want to live and stepping into the truth of who you are and the possibilities of who you can be. So I've just come back off the end of the eight-week program that I've just run for my second cohort this year. I've had six beautiful women go through this second cohort and the transformations that I've seen in them has been phenomenal. Bringing women together in a small group format, allowing them the opportunity to self-reflect, go inwards, to really start to unpack their thinking, their narrative, their emotions, to be able to see themselves clearly has resulted in what I can only describe as awe-inspiring results. Seeing these women step into a place where they are confident, are clear about their future direction, can step into using their voice to sit at whatever table they want to sit at, but know that their contribution matters and it counts has been a phenomenal experience for me to to witness and be part of so this episode I thought I'd talk a little bit about self-doubt because I know how much that's certainly a theme that comes up early on in the program until the the team get into the nitty-gritty of what's getting in their way and then move themselves past that but what I want to bring together in this episode is just the recognition that we all have doubts at time and that's normal and it's human and I'm not suggesting that you're never going to doubt yourself again. I certainly have doubts of my own but what I've learned over these years is that there is ways that you can get out of your own way and move yourself forward that allows you to step into creating the life that you want to live. Having more fun not taking yourself so seriously, recognizing that life is indeed precious and that we have this one opportunity to live it fully and have a rich and joyful life. So in sharing these tips, I hope it helps you recognize what you can create for yourself. And if any of this resonates, I'd love for you to reach out, let me know, leave a review, let let someone else know about the podcast so that you can share the love. So The first thing I want to share, so these are going to be five 
different uh, ideas and concepts that I want you to consider when it comes to moving yourself past self-doubt and getting past it ultimately and not letting it get get in the way. So the first thing that I want you to do is to stop crediting other people with greater superpowers than you have. Now, it's easy to look at others and to think that they are more intelligent, have more opportunities because of their background, their education, their family, their support structure, their mindset, their wealth, whatever it might be that we often give others more credit than we recognize that we do. We put others on a pedestal and give them an opportunity to be seen for all of what they're producing on the outside. And we never really seem to ask ourselves the questions, what have they had to work through to get past themselves on the inside? What your job is, is not to compare what you're not versus others. It's to look at what you actually are and who you're being and where the opportunity is for you to step into your superpower. Now, the world has 8 billion plus people and we do not all need to be a cookie cutter format where we're all doing the same thing, uh, being the same human, trying to fit into a crowd that says, hey, I belong because I look and act a certain way and that's the same as how others are. What I want you to recognize is that When you step into seeing yourself clearly, what you have is a better opportunity to access your own superpowers. And when you access your own superpowers, you bring a different, a unique, a more special voice to the world in terms of your own contribution. Now, not a single human on this earth has lived the life that you have lived, nor will anyone post you live the same life that you have lived. Every single individual has walked a different path, had a different life experience. And even if you had two people in the same family going through the same experiences, the the journeys themselves would be individual and unique to those individuals. So I want you to start recognizing that you have your own superpowers and stop crediting other people with greater superpowers than you have. Give yourself the opportunity to start exploring what your own superpowers are. Start asking yourself, what actually puts a smile on my face? What brings my heart absolute joy? And give yourself the opportunity to start recognizing that where your heart smiles is the clue to your treasure. Your treasure actually is already within you. And your job is to allow yourself to uncover it by seeing yourself clearly. Which brings me on to the second point, which is stop looking for validation in all the wrong places. We often look for validation and acceptance and love from other people, from places outside of ourselves. And what we end up doing is two things. We end up giving our power away to others to make our life conditional based on how others view us. We make that condition mean that if they show us that we are worthy, that we are validated, that we are loved, that then it means something about us and who we are. And then when they don't show that same attention or the same level of opportunity to validate who we are, then we question ourselves and we doubt ourselves. So we're giving our power away. Secondly, what happens with that is we end up eroding self-trust. 
Now, if you're constantly giving your power away to someone else to decide your valid either in an opinion or or a perspective or the work that you do or the view that you have around the way you're living your life you're giving that trust away to something outside of yourself you're saying actually I care more for someone else's opinion than I do my own and when we continue to do that we're eroding self-trust which means it becomes this perpetual cycle of not breaking the habit of ultimately giving other people the opportunity to see whether or not you're good enough. And that has to start from within you. So when you stop seeking validation outside of yourself and start to see that you exactly as you are, exactly in this moment, doing your life the way you're doing it is valid and that you do not need to seek validation from anyone else to say that it's a good life or it could be better or whatever it might be. You need to start loving and accepting your life in this moment right now. That doesn't mean you don't want to have desires for something different, an opportunity to explore and create possibilities, but trying to create possibilities from a place where you're feeling like you're less than becomes incredibly challenging, if not impossible. So you have to start seeing that you are worthy, that you are valid, stop seeking it outside of yourself. And when you recognize that that's who you are, from that place, you can create possibilities of any kind that you can let yourself imagine. And I know this to be true, because I know I certainly felt like over the years, I would give my my power away to bosses and leaders in my corporate career and this sense of they had a better idea of who I was than I I thought. And that's not true because people are only looking at you through the lens that they have, right? And that could be rose-tinted or it could be bleak and gray. They've got no idea what your gifts and talents are. They might have a perspective, but it doesn't mean it's accurate. And often, they see us through the limitations that they have themselves. So if you give your power away to others to join the dots and decide whether what you bring to the table is valid, you're, you're ultimately giving your power away to people that might have a very limited perspective on what could be possible. So I know certainly leaving my corporate career in finance, plenty of people would have said that was a crazy thing to do. But I did it because it was where my heart felt most called to move. And it's the same thing now with the coaching that I do with my female leaders. It's getting them to start uncovering what's true for them rather than me putting on them what I think they're capable of. It's for them to uncover what their heart's actually saying is true for them. And I think that's incredibly important. The fourth thing is about evaluating your own expectation because in life we get what we expect and that you might go well no that's not true Glenn we never get what we expect but hear me out if expectations are made up of essentially two things expectations is uh, around your desire and where you focus your energy and the belief that you have about something being possible Now, if you expect yourself to have a good day, you have a desire for a good day, you focus on your energy being focused on finding all the things that make it a good day. And you believe that it will be a good day because whatever happens, you'll either have gratitude or you'll have an appreciation for what's going on. And you'll create that day because you have an expectation that it's going to be great. And even if challenges came up, more than likely because you have an expectation it's going to be a good day, you'll look for the opportunity to make it so. Now, 
if your expectations are always that I'm going to fail at this or I'm not going to be able to succeed at this because I don't have this particular skill set or this particular talent or I'm not the kind of person that speaks on stage or I'm not the kind of person who is vocal in a meeting, then you create what you expect because you're looking for patterns to prove that you're right rather than looking for opportunities to step into possibility, to step into something that you don't know to be true yet, but can trust that actually if you allowed yourself to, you could access. So calibrate your expectations to say, actually, are these expectations ones that limit me or are they expectations that actually serve me? And if you don't know which one it is, the easiest way to know whether it serves you or limits you is start paying attention to what you're feeling. Because if you're feeling excited and energized, it's likely that those expectations are serving you. If you're feeling less than, if you're feeling like a con or you're feeling limited or constrained in any way, then it's an indication that they're not serving you. So start paying attention to your expectations and evaluate the ones that you have so that you can start creating opportunities for you to step into rather than fixing your mindset around what you think has been possible for you, uh, what you think is possible for you in the future based on what has been possible for you in the past. The fourth thing I want you to consider is, and it's linking back to actually your feelings, is to spend a lot of time building up your muscle when it comes to caring about what you feel. Now, most of the things that we want in life, we want them because we think they will make us feel good in having them whether that is having more money so that we have freedom and then that freedom brings with it the opportunity to create the life that we want and that would make us feel good. The opportunity to have greater security so that our family is safe so that then that brings relief and that feels good too. If you bring everything that you are seeking and I, I challenge you to have think about everything that you want for your life right now and what you want for your future, Ask yourself, what is the feeling that that having that outcome would actually give me? Because if you can start anchoring into the feeling, you'll start recognizing that when you're not feeling those feelings, you're letting the doubt creep in because you can access the feeling of the life that you want right now. Now, I say that with the view that life on a spectrum is massive. We have got people with an incredible amount of poverty that they're dealing with and other people on the opposite end of the spectrum with an incredible amount of wealth. And we can't even begin to imagine the wide range of lifestyles people will be living. Like it would just be beyond scope of imagination. I certainly believe to even think about what someone with extreme wealth could have as their lifestyle and the same as someone with extreme poverty. When it comes to feelings, however, feelings are on a much narrower scale. They can go from despair through to absolute joy, but everything in between is is a much narrower scale of opportunity to recognize that either I'm feeling down or I'm feeling uh, up and more positive. And when we start looking at all of the opportunities that we have to create joy, joy is the ultimate feeling of love and connection then in what way and freedom, how can we create that feeling right now? Because when we start to recognize that no matter what, we have agency to create the feeling for the life that we want right now, it is one surefire way to overcome self-doubt because you start recognizing that it isn't about the stuff. It's not about 
the achievements. It's not about the accolades. It's not about the, you know, hitting all of your targets. It is about going, actually, how do I want to feel in my life? And all of these things that I'm aiming for and and striving to achieve, what feeling will that give me? And if I access that feeling now, then how can I ever be doubtful about my capabilities? Because you're successful in just accessing that feeling. Now that might sound wacky, but I challenge you to try it for 30 days. Try focusing on choosing a better feeling in every moment of your day and see how your life transforms in 30 days because I pretty much am sure that at the end of 30 days you'll be wondering why you ever had any level of self-doubt in your ability to create the life that you wanted. And then the final one, the fifth and final point that I want to make is about following your inspiration. When you choose to care about what you feel and when you choose to create a life that is about finding the joy in the simplest of moments, you start seeing opportunities to be inspired because you're not in that place of lack. You're not in that place of, oh, my life doesn't look anything like I want it to, or I'm not good enough, or I'm not worthy enough. You're just in this place of peace and contentment. And from that place, comes inspiration because your heart is allowing you to finally start receiving the intuition and the insights that it has for you to help guide you and shape you towards what is actually going to bring it most joy. So when you start allowing yourself to care about what you feel, the final point around following your inspiration becomes so much easier because you get to access the inspiration because you're not coming from a place of lack. You're not trying to fill a gap. You're not kind of coming from a place of I'm less than and I'm here and I want to be there. You're kind of like I'm here and it's fun being here and the joy is in my journey and traveling to there and there obviously moves all the time and it always will do. And once you start seeing that, you start going, okay, well, where's my inspiration? What am I going to do? Now, how that shows up for me when I see that is to look at how I spend my weekends and where does my inspiration come from? What do I feel called to do? And it's been an interesting one observing this because every time I am striving to to do more, to achieve more, I realize I get significantly less output and achievements than when I've chosen to feel good first, come from a place where I've anchored my energy in the right place and then let myself be pulled by the inspiration. So, so much more gets done when I allow myself to just be with something and then feel pulled to the point where I'm going, oh, I can't not do this because I'm absolutely inspired to create right now, whether that's writing a blog, whether that's recording this podcast, whether that's writing a poem, all of the things that bring me joy. I am recognizing the power of being able to step into that when I'm feeling inspired. So let me recap around self-doubt and how to get past it. So the first thing first, don't credit other people with greater superpowers than you've got. Your job is to find your own. The second thing is to stop looking for validation in all the wrong places. It increases uh, the message to yourself around erosion of self-trust. So you have to stop seeking outside of yourself and stop giving your power away and recognize that you are worthy, you are valid, no matter what you're doing in this moment, you are whole and complete. And when you come from that place, it becomes your gift and your superpower to share. The fourth thing was around, third thing, sorry, was around evaluating your expectations, recognizing that your expectations are made up of desire and and where you put your focus and the belief that you carry within it. 
you have to surrender the resistance, you know, so if you don't believe there's resistance there that stops you from moving forward. So evaluate your expectations, ask yourself, are my expectations currently serving the opportunity for me to be the fullest of expressions of who I am? Or are they limiting me? The fourth thing was caring about what you feel. When you do care about what you feel, it becomes so incredibly powerful and joyful. Like life just becomes fun, more playful and a celebration each and every day. Sounds mad to say it, still sitting in lockdown in Sydney. Still don't know when I'm going to get to see my family across the other side of the world in the UK. But life does genuinely feel joyful because I choose for it to be that way. I choose to care about what I feel. And in choosing feelings of joy every day, I know I'm creating a life that's just so much more heart heart fulfilled. And then the final thing is when you do care about what you feel, you get to access your inspiration follow your inspiration, follow where your heart is leading. It absolutely knows the way and it will show you the way to get there in the most fun way possible, usually in a way that you would never imagine. And I challenge you to just give yourself an opportunity to see where your intuition is leading you. Because if you follow these five steps, self-doubt, like what? What is self-doubt? There is no self-doubt. The self-doubt only is appearing because you are stuck with the view that where you are at today isn't good enough to be where you want to be tomorrow. And when you start recognizing the search that we all have at a human level is for the feelings of joy, contentment, peace, freedom. And if you know you can access them today, suddenly you've got nothing to doubt yourself for. You can access those those emotions and those feelings in a heartbeat. And from that place, create absolute impact for the life that you want to live. So I hope that's been useful. I hope there's been some thoughts, food for thought in this short episode. I have the doors open for Unstoppable Women, as I said, on the 11th of October. So the doors are only open for one week and then they close and it'll be the last time I'm running this program in 2021. If you are in any way feeling like you are stuck or feeling a little bit stagnant in where life is at the moment and you do want to know how to step into your truth step into your power to be unstoppable then I encourage you to check it out it's on my website www.heartofhuman.com and you'll see the link to it on the first page and you can also check out my Instagram page at heartofhumanofficial and you'll see all the information to to join on the program there. It's an eight-week program, as I say. Feedback has been phenomenal from the cohort that have been through it so far. I am in awe of what they have achieved, and if you're interested in hearing more about what they've achieved, jump on and you'll be able to see all of the different testimonials. So thanks so much for listening, and I look forward to checking in with you again very soon. Take care, my loves. Thanks so much for listening to the Unstoppable Woman podcast. The path to the future you want leads from your heart. If you got value from this podcast, please leave a review and share it with another woman who you know would benefit from it too. We need more women claiming their seats at the table. Until next time, live your truth and be unstoppable.